Welcome everyone to episode 138 of One Hour, One Decision, One H1D. I am Chris. And I am Tom. And we take 60 minutes and play a random game on Xbox Game Pass and decide, well, time is it our time with Porsche. Uh, the, the sports car? Yes, definitely. Let's go. Oh, yeah, let's do that. But not the car. It is, in fact, the game called My Time at Porsche. Spelt differently. Spelt a lot differently. Well, yeah. Eh, P-O-R, it starts with the same P-O-R, but <laughs> after that, it's it's a whole, whole mess. But this game was developed by uh, Pathea Games. Pathia? Pathia? Pathea Games? Ooh, I sorry. think Pathea sounds right. Pathea Games. I liked, I liked what you said first. Thank you. And this game came out in July of 2019. I played this on the PC. It was 8.54 gigabytes on the PC. Tom, what about you? I want to know what's going on here, Chris, because it was nearly half the size at uh, 4.5 gigabytes on the Series S. Good golly. That is quite the same. Four gigs. Four gigs that they just completely chucked out of the Xbox version of this game. Yeah, you could put two of the Xbox ones on your PC. Yeah, yeah, we could. But what kind of game is this, though, Tom? I put something very uh, short, and yours I see is much longer. My short <laughs> version is simulation RPG. Yeah, uh, and, you know, I those words did not even come into my mind because it was it, it gave me vibes of a third-person, cozy, Stardew Valley slash Harvest Moon-like game. Yes. See that I, those I think that lives in the sim for me. Yeah. And then yeah. the RPG comes in with the leveling up your character and whatnot. That's true. Hundred percent. It's there. It's all there. And I was going to ask you what you have for your game loop. My game loop is complete objectives to level up your character to allow you to gather and build new things. Mine is not that different. Uh, <laughs> harvest resources to build items to complete quests. So you can upgrade your character and your tools. Right. Yes. Tools are a big deal in this game, aren't they? But they are uh, what else is a big deal for us is finding out what we liked about this game in our hour. So what did you like, Tom? Well, I'm going to start off by saying that there are lots of options in character creation. Yeah. And you can you can do the I'm going to make myself in the in the world type thing mm-hmm. uh, or not because I gave myself green hair and a green beard and there were alien skin tones uh, and you have really crazy options for adjusting your face, which seemed kind yeah. of wild because you're not really looking at your character's face ever. So, no. but, but you can adjust a lot of it. I, yeah, I was really surprised how in-depth it went. Like, even if you select a, a hairstyle, you can play around with the length of hair mm-hmm. for that particular style. I was like, wow, they really put some thought into this. So, and and the nice thing that I uh, I don't think I saw in your notes was the fact that you can have your voice, like, you can have a voice in your game, or you can have it completely off, like a silent protagonist. Ooh. So it's pretty sweet. It's a pretty, pretty nice option to have. So yeah, because uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get into it though. But yeah. well, speaking of voice acting, uh, mm-hmm. it appears to be fully voice acted because even uh, random NPCs in the street are talking to you. Yeah, that was again. I didn't realize 
how in but i guess it makes sense because you are living in this town of portia and you're going to be talking to a lot of people and i'm glad that they took the time to go and get people to just read this read these dialogue prompts for you so that's great well done yeah i was pleasantly surprised by that yeah yeah and and funny enough we're going back to the npc or sorry npc but uh, character creation part of it i i just went through the whole like just give me a random face and stuff like that sure and the one that it, it it did fall on was someone with a green and purple hairstyle like so they had a beard a green and purple like, like it was a gradient or green and oh purple. And I was like, huh, how appropriate. So I, I went with that. So that was kind of, I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah. So, yeah. Supporting our colors. Yeah, absolutely. But um, the other thing is this game was pretty easy to pick up and play, I thought. Like, yeah. You know, not many not many uh, buttons that you really had to know too much of. And uh, the tutorial, I thought, was a good um, it was, it was good. Like it was just, it was just enough for you to kind of get yourself into the world, introduce like what, why you're here and, and you're, you're off to the races. Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed that. It, it keeps you moving through the experience, at least for yeah. that first hour where it's, mm-hmm. it's very, it's very directed, which is good because it is a very open world game. You could oh, yeah. very easily get lost in the weeds. Uh, but the, the game is telling you where to go, you know, if you're not doing it, that's on you, but it, it lets you know what you're supposed to be doing. Right, right, exactly. Um, and with those things, like I guess we can kind of talk about this, is the fact that you are going, your character is going to this town of Portia, and you are basically picking up where your, I guess, your your father abandoned mm-hmm. you at some point, and then he's like, oh, well, here, take my workshop, and then like make it better again. He's already, he's at this point, he's passed away, so he's giving this workshop to you for you to do your thing, be somebody in Portia. So it was, and the uh, the, the town needs you. The town needs me apparently. Yeah. So Uh, we, we have to, I'm kind of curious if you learn more about your father, your estranged father. I, I, I assume that you do. Uh, I mean, I didn't in, in the hour, but yeah. Right. Uh, considering I'm going to segue here, Chris, there are lots of things to do. Yeah. I think the game keeps you very busy Oh, yeah. So it, it seems to me like I would think that something big like that is going to be covered uh, later on. Like mm-hmm. the game is not hurting for content is, I guess, what I'm trying to say. True, true. Yeah, there is. Uh, yeah, you, you could be a good. And, and I think the, the other thing I liked about this is how you can, I guess, get to your achieve your objectives and stuff like that. I thought everything was placed in the world fairly decently. You know, and um, and 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 then yeah, like so, if you needed wood, you could you can construct a you know an axe and a pickaxe and whatnot and stuff. But you know, every if you look around, you might be able to find random pieces of wood that just lying on the floor and pieces of stone that you could just take and pick up and gather like that. And then there's random like chests that might have goodies for you to grab and and use. So you know, it was nice. it, like it, it it definitely encouraged you to explore. So yes, absolutely. Um, but, yeah. And and I do think that was uh, I liked the art style for what it was. You know, it's it's mm. colorful, it's bright. Uh, I think it would be attractive in the same way that you know Harvest Moon or Animal Crossing or one of those yeah. sorts of games would be. Probably kids would probably like it. Um, and uh, it's going to look good, you know, or, or good enough mm-hmm. uh, for a long time. 
Yeah, the the art style. I don't know if you remember these uh, those little figurines, the precious moments figurines. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of gave me that vibe. Like it's like they're they're just like older versions of those little kids. So uh, yeah, de- definitely. I mean, but yeah, Harvest Moon and all them have that kind of giant head um, look and feel. And um, so so yeah, yeah, like it it is it has a cute look to it for sure um, overall. And um, yeah, that's all I got. My likes, though, Tom. Do you have anything for your? I have one, one more, uh, which is I I think I was surprised by the amount of depth uh, Mm. to it. At least, insofar as it felt like a like a full fledged RPG to me. Yeah, which I really wasn't expecting. I was expecting kind of just like a farming simulator type game. I didn't think my character would have all these stats. And that yeah. there would be all these armors and weapons and things like that. Like, I didn't That's expect yeah. a full suite of uh, like RPG progression, leveling up your character kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And I think for them, like not only like, yeah, because there's dungeons and stuff that we didn't really touch on. Like, so the the, the early dungeons are, are fairly harmless. You're just going yes. in there and digging. But uh, later on, as you progress through the game, there's assumptions that there is enemies that you need to attack. And so there, there, there are places where you can go and craft weapons to attack said things. And so, yeah, I thought that was, that was interesting. I thought even like um, the construction part of it, like building the, building the, um, either the, the tools or the um, materials, uh, gathering the materials, like it it seemed like it could get pretty complex later on, uh, at least what you're trying to build. So I thought that was kind of neat. And yeah, it definitely touches on the fact that there is definitely some depth to this game. So yeah, considering we only played an hour we have exactly to yeah use you conjecture it. on what the rest of the game was going to look like absolutely so speaking of the rest of the game uh <laughs> what didn't you like chris uh well while i understand your point about you know the game looks good like for the most part there was some like the game felt dated yeah and by that i mean like the animations that your character go through and stuff like that it was very stiff robotic even um and and also the voice acting while it was great that there was voice acting i felt like a lot of those voice actors were not great they definitely i don't know if they like phoned it in or whatever but they just you could tell hey hey man look they gotta record a lot of dialogue they do that's for sure that's for sure but they might be getting paid for it so yeah you know put your best foot forward there or your your best mouth forward in this case don't put your foot in your mouth no don't put your foot in your mouth yes that's right um i i thought though um the other thing that was it was an interesting concept but um the stamina meter that you have i guess Uh, you have sp is is uh how they labeled it here stamina points i guess that's what it is and they that that basically tells you how much work you can do throughout the day so whether it is going into the dungeon and gathering materials there or going throughout the world and um you know building stuff or whatnot actually you know building the workshop stuff didn't really cost sp it was just really the gathering hunting hunting and gathering seemed to cause um your sp to go down a day every day so so there was that that was kind of stuff here what about you tom um so my first point in both categories is there's lots of options in character creation uh, oh, yeah. which can be terrible for me. Um, but fortunately, I think it would ha- this fell more likes and dislikes. But in the dislikes, there is a prompt during mm-hmm. character creation that says, 
some of the options cannot be changed later. And oh. that is a, a a damning thing to tell me, right. which is, right. no, is you're, you're not going to be able to, like, you better make the right choice right now. Right. Oh, I don't like that. Uh, where, why can't I go to the, you know, the salon or whatever and just redo my whole character later I, if I want? I did see a barber shop though in the, in the town. Yeah. And, a, like- and maybe, maybe you could only redo your hair, but if you change, you know, mm. put, put the wrong eyebrows on or something, you're stuck with them forever. They don't have a plastic surgeon in town. That's what happened. Yeah. It also, it, it also doesn't tell you which options you can't change later, uh-huh. which, you know, if you're going to tell me these can't be changed later, well, tell me which things. Right. Don't, don't right. let me guess. It is. That's kind of lame. I didn't see that, but yeah. Uh, also, you mentioned uh, audio issues, mm-hmm. or at least your issue with the voice acting. Yeah. I had some issues with the music balance, like the volume that the game was on. Like the music was like incredibly high hmm. when I first started up the game. Now I fixed it. Obviously, I can go into the options and reduced it, and that's what I did. Sure, sure. But you know. You'd think it would be at a medium level when you start the game. It's not. Oh, no, no. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's full tilt a, to the music. There's been a lot of games where I felt like they, they crank it all the way up. And you're like, what is going on? And I'm I'm only at maybe 20, 25% on my headphones, like master volume. And this thing was cranked. I was like, okay, that's, that's crazy. But with the audio, I will say that the music was fine. Like it did its purpose, but like it definitely looped a lot like you heard the same thing over and over again yeah and i i don't know if you noticed this there was there's like I, I think it's every time you leave your workshop or like get into the the main world open world uh there's like just the beginning of bittersweet symphony it sounded <laughs> like it was playing in this game i don't know it was just weird which i didn't know also the bittersweet symphony was uh, was a ripoff of some other song way back when so this is all news to me chris and i <laughs> for what it's worth i did not hear it while i was playing the game yeah. but yeah well Maybe I have a fine-tuned ear, and I don't. I'm not sure. (laughs) What else did you know? Let's see. Uh, You have a very small inventory uh, as a character, uh, which means you're going to be doing a lot of inventory management. I do not like doing inventory management. Uh, I don't want to find out about that within the first hour of the game. I guess it's (laughs) good to learn that early. But if I learn that early, that means it's going to be a problem for me for the whole game. Yeah. so yuck no thank you yeah especially since you're doing a lot of gathering of resources and stuff like that and it is it is definitely unfortunate that your backpack or whatever it is is very tiny so small but it is uh i I mean and that's what prompted me to then go into the workshop and build a chest i guess a small chest for you to drop stuff in yeah and I, i guess speaking of of that, I guess some of the there was some clunkiness with the game in terms of uh, like constructing things and, and and stuff like they they actually those items need to actually be on your hot bar. Yes. And you had to select them and then you would be able to like construct or use that material for whatever you're building. And I thought that was kind of odd. Like, why didn't it just like it, it's it's on me. It's on my person. So just use it. But yeah. no, you had to like physically put it into your hot bar for it to be used, which is kind of I thought that was kind of it's not not intuitive at, right. at, at a minimum. Yeah. I mean, they do prompt you or they, they, they give you warnings and stuff like that. But it was still kind of like meh, kind of lame. And then I thought the mini map. I didn't really like how the minimap was because the way that it was orientated, I, I think it was like you're, 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 you're like 
it was fixed, but your character was always pointing down or something like that. It was something huh. weird. I was like, what? Why is it like that? Like, I just kept I had to, like, constantly open the big map to find out where I was, because there was something about the way it, it was it was uh, set up that I was like, I, I don't I don't like how this map looks. It was not fun to use. And you need to use it a lot because a lot yeah. of these missions are running back and forth. Yeah. You know, pick this up, drop that off. Go talk to this guy. Go over here. Now go back and talk to that guy. Um, so there's a lot of like running back and forth. Oh, yeah. Which those is, lovely fetch quests. Yeah. So. This is this is a prime example of the, mm -hmm. the fetch quest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, other things that bugged me. Um, the only way to save your game is to sleep. Yeah. Uh, which is not good if you want to play this game for a short little bit of time. Nope. You have to basically play a full day. Um, and then sleep and then you'd save your game. Mm -hmm. And like, what if you wanted to, what if, what if something happened in the middle of the day and you're like, oh, perfect. Okay. Now I, I need built the thing and I want to save the game. And um, I guess you're going to go to bed at two o'clock in the afternoon. Right. It's, uh, it, and then when you have those, the stamina points, which we were talking about earlier, it's like, I have all this uh, ability right now. Yeah. I want to be able to like gather and stuff like that. And that, like you said, takes a lot of time. So it's it's just that kind of constant push pull of of, um, you know, do you want to take a break? But then it's like, well, then you lose all that, you know, potential work and stuff that you because you got to make money. You, you're trying to be the very best in uh, in Porsche as as a workshop or whatnot. So days days count. And apparently yeah. there's some romancing that you could do with this game, too. I, obviously, in the first hour, I didn't I didn't try that. But yes, I did, I did not encounter that either. Yeah. Uh, I, I will tell you, though, as my final uh, dislike mm -hmm. that what I did encounter were some glitches. Ooh. Um, so like when I was trying to do the fishing mm -hmm. uh, situation, uh, it would do this weird thing where it would like go in, go out and like I couldn't oh. get it to start. Um, and it just created this weird. I felt like there were certain prompts and steps that just seemed missing from yeah. from the experience. Hmm, that's unfortunate. Maybe I maybe I hadn't triggered the cutscene that that you need to do to, before you can actually start fishing. But I went and talked to the guy who does the fishing oh. and and broke some kind of loop or something. I don't know, hmm. but uh, just putting it out there. Yeah, every open world game suffers from these sorts of things. Right, right. And it's like, if, is it is it game breaking? Doesn't didn't seem like you it broke your game, no. but. <laughs> It was just a, a little foresight there. Or yeah, yeah. And it's lack of foresight. I'm I'm in the starting area, right? Like yeah. I didn't travel that far from my workshop or anything. Like you'd think at least anything you could get to within the first hour would be yeah. trouble troubleshot pretty yeah. well. Yeah. I, I get it. Hour fifty five, maybe not every all of your playtesters got that far, you know. Right. But it is what it is. But yeah. Any other any, thoughts any, here, though? Oh, I was going to say, do you have any more dislikes, Chris? Or are we I do on? not. I do okay. not. But let's let's move on to this. Okay. So other thoughts. Uh, I wanted to point out that regardless of how Chris and I feel, uh, <laughs> this game has a strong enough following to warrant a sequel. Hmm. Um, and so there's another game called My Time at Sandrock. And it was released into early access on PC in on May 26, 2022. Okay. So uh, just throwing it out there that this game did well enough to uh, have a sequel made of it that perhaps fixes some of the problems that Chris and I have. I, I'm not yeah. sure. We yeah. didn't play it. No. Nope. Um, 
and that I saw that Pathea released a few other games, including Planet Explorers, which I have seen on Game Pass, which, which is like a voxel sandbox sort of game, uh, Super Buckyball Tournament, and Ever Forward. Now, I haven't seen either of those on Game Pass. I'm not sure if they are, um, okay. but just putting out there that this uh, these guys have made a few games. So Yeah. All right. Cool. I will say that How Long to Beat says this game takes about, if you golden path it, 69 hours. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Yeah. But it's very specific. That, it's very specific how long to be to put that on there. And I understand. But that's it in terms of apparently there's no cross saves. There is no Xbox presence. Nothing. This is like wow. one of those games. I mean, it's it is a fairly like it is an older game. So I kind of understand yeah. them going back and and maybe the new one has all that stuff where I don't know if it's on Xbox. Like you said, it was early access in 20. Yeah. PC May, May 20, 2022. So not sure. Not sure what. What, what the deal is with that but yeah it's uh i was i was a little surprised like about that but you know it is what it is but um before we get to our final thoughts though tom i do want to thank our sponsor cdkeys.com for you know letting us uh, supporting the show and you can support the show by clicking the link in our podcast description or podcast description or our uh lovely youtube description as well and um click that link check out all the cool stuff that's there on cdkeys.com up to 90 percent off of some games tom too you know yeah. that that's right. Maybe this game's there. I don't know. They have new stuff all the time. So check it out. CDKeys.com. Now, Tom. Yes. Are we uh, going back into that workshop and trying our time, trying our uh, best to be the best? <laughs> so I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I think this was actually pretty fun. Um, and it was pretty hard for me to put down, especially since I just can't save wherever I want. Um, so I did sneak into the end of the day there. You know, I, I cut off the stream at the hour. Yeah. And then I made sure that I was able to save my game because I, I was like, Hey, maybe I will go back to this. Um, I think it taught me important lessons about why people really enjoy the animal crossings and the harvest mm-hmm. moons and games like this. Right. I could, I could definitely see the appeal now, uh, having played something like this, but I, I don't, I'm not sure that it's for me. I, I, I have a feeling that I'm not going to go back to play it. Uh, mm-hmm. It's still on my system, uh, but I think it's probably not going to get played again, especially in light of other things that are sure. you know, calling sure. to me. Indeed. indeed. Uh, and for me, this is my, like, like you, this is my first time playing this type of game. You know, I've, I've seen a bunch of people that are like really into Stardew and, and, you know, obviously the harvest moons and animal crossings and stuff like that. Uh, even my kids have animal crossing and I try to stay away from it, but I can, I understand the, the itch this scratches for people. And I thought that was really cool. And uh, and just like you, my time definitely went by quickly in this game. It gave me kind of vibes of like way back when, when I played WoW. Yeah. But, it, it has a very MMO kind of flavor to right, it. Right. But, but you're all alone. <laughs> yeah, you're all alone. So the thing is, this game is, I thought, showing its legs. And there are probably better versions of this game. Like hell, they made their own. Uh, yeah, a, a newer yeah. game so if you happen to be on game pass and you're like i want to try something that's like harvest moon or something like that maybe yeah. this but then even on the flip side there's a new game that, or a relatively new game called story of seasons that came out to game pass mm-hmm. um since we since we played this so it was uh like i don't know i, I can't i don't see myself playing it but if you want to if if someone else wants to try it out you know by all means so yeah those are our thoughts let us know what you think of this game Follow us and say hello on Twitter at TC1H1D. 
or shoot us an email at tc1h1d at outlook.com. Check out every, our, uh, if you're listening on this on Spotify, we might have some questions that you might, you know, we'd love for you to answer for us. Or, um, you know, if you're if you're ever bored and want to see us play our games on Twitch, check us out over there at twitch.tv slash 1h1d. And um, finally, we've got some, obviously this, this could be, a, you be, you could be watching this on YouTube and you could be sending us a little reply yeah. over there. So, you know, shoot one over there. That'd be kind of cool. Do it. Do it. And 1H1D is part of that QTV network. So, you know, got some cool, great content. Not just cool, but hot, hot stuff. Hot stuff over there. We got blogs. All kinds of temperatures. Temperatures of of, of various types. And and check that all out at quitthebuild.com slash network. Now, Tom. Yes. We kind of have to find out what we're playing next, don't we? Yes. Is the surprise me button going to take care of this? Not this time. We are having a request from a guest ho ho and and that guest is chris copeland from the retro hangover podcast great guy and he is telling us that we need to play sea of stars okay yeah he's hot off the press hot off the press we're going to try that out and we will let you know what our thoughts about that game are so thank you so much everyone for tuning in to this episode and we will catch you for the next one thanks everybody 